We talk now to market analyst Clive Ntozabantu Ramatibela. Good morning to you, Clive V. Hello! Lots of the morning to you, Bongi, and to the rest of the listeners as well. We it's want to get chilly. It's yeah. chilly. Yes, yes. Uh, today and yesterday, Oof. yeah. The, the markets yeah. are also uh, chilly because of uh, the developments uh, <laughs> in Brussels, especially, <laughs> especially uh, you know, uh, travel and leisure stocks. Mm. And yesterday we were to talk about the Asian stocks as well. But let's start uh, by what you're seeing right now, uh, especially the European stocks and the travel and Malaysia stocks. Yeah, it's been a very, very uh, interesting start to the market, especially after those terrifying uh, uh, terrorist attacks that we saw um, uh, play out in Brussels yesterday. And I can tell you something, uh, Bongi, that we started to see already in actual fact on Monday is the pressure that has been put on these particular um, uh, leisure stocks. And the reason is because travel, obviously, is a major thing in Europe. And we know that uh, cities such as Brussels, if you think about that uh, intercontinental, or rather the, the intertrain that travels, although the Eurotrain that travels from London to, to Brussels, all, all, all travel has been suspended, uh, uh, currently, obviously, under the alert. And so a lot of the uh, cancellations coming through uh, into those um, uh, uh, companies that have already booked our tourists, Tourism companies are, are feeling a little bit of pressure there. And not only that, but we're starting to see also within the Asian markets themselves starting to cut down or cancel all the travel plans that have been made uh, for the particular, uh, in this particular time of the year. It is an important time, especially for Christians. We know even locally in South Africa, uh, people do travel a lot uh, throughout this entire weekend. Uh, because of the Good Friday celebrations and all that. So you started to see a lot of people who were going to plan, who were planning to have trips uh, in and out of Brussels and around the Eurozone as well, will also be cancelling a lot of those trips. Obviously, some of them taking days off from, from tomorrow, but obviously the, 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 the risks are starting to pay themselves out. So when you look at the MSCI Asia-Pacific Index that fell down by 0.4% early hours of this morning, we started to see a reflection in the broader geopolitical risk continue within that particular space. And even some of the guys who uh, had conviction about the Eurozone, especially the Euro itself as a, as a, as a currency, they started to sell it uh, very quick and fast. And so uh, it's unfortunate, but um, I'm hoping that before the end of the week, hopefully, we might get some momentum returning back into the market. Any effect on the rand? Not yet, not yet, but we did see uh, some uh, rand lose its momentum yesterday, for example. Uh, it was quite interesting to have a look and see. Uh, we, we lost about 68 uh, basis points. Uh, we're down to uh, 15 rand and 23 cents to the U.S. dollar. So um, I'm thinking that we might see a lot more today. I am... Remember I said to you, uh, they don't call me Ntozabanti for nothing, uh, Bongi. I said to you yesterday that because of a lot of pressures, uh, you'll start to see the JSE also take a little bit of a flag because this Kamatama was playing itself out yesterday. So you, you, saw, you saw that there was not a lot of volume, there was not a lot of trade, so it was quite flat and ruggish. And so we finished pretty much down by about just under a percentage point. And I think it will happen even today. We'll, start, we'll see more declines in the JSE, or rather a flat surface and, and no move at all on the JSE today as well. So the RAND did take a little bit of a dip. It might continue to dip even further today. Let's stay here and talk about South African property owners' uh, uh, lock-in lease increases of about 8%. What do you mean about that? 
it is a, it is a trend that uh, you know you know it, it, it's up to you. I mean, what you how people view South African property market. But a lot of people actually, uh, rather than actually going out and buying actual property these days, they just buy the property index or the property companies that are listed on the JSE uh, because you don't have to deal with uh, rowdy tenants or uh, unpaid uh, installments, and you don't have to deal with maintenance of the house. So some people choose that. But what's been interesting is the companies such as Growth, Growth Point Properties. Uh, this is South Africa's largest real estate investment trust, and uh, and the resilience uh, rate uh, limited as well. They've both gained more than 14% over the past few months, despite the fact that we've seen, obviously, the increment in rates. Uh, also, we know that we are in a, ra- a rate increment uh, cycle. So they're starting already. They lock in their profits. So it's like... You're guaranteeing your interest, and that's why they raise them by between 8 and 10%. So <clears throat> what that does is that it gives them a little bit of a buffer. Even when interest rates go, uh, continue to rise, or we see that the RAD uh, obviously becoming very volatile, they, they put that they price that into their properties, and that's what makes them uh, make very good profits. And, um, and, and if you're interested, obviously, if you've invested in those particular stocks, you'll see that they have done relatively well. Uh, this compared to the declines of about 13% for more than the workspace group, which is a London listed. So London companies are actually performing worse. I'm talking about property companies here. They're performing worse than the South African ones because obviously we've seen uh, the, 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 the concerns over Brexit, the concerns over the weakening pound, and also not only that, but uh, property has become, uh, because of the, the inflationary uh, pressures, Property has not done relatively well over the last 12 months in the UK. So they're buying a lot of South African stocks that are listed, uh, that are property-linked stocks uh, on the GSE, which is quite interesting because it means that there's going to be more volumes of money coming through. So demand for office space in the global financial hub is a risk of falling as Britain faces, obviously, the vote to leave the European This Brexit is a big thing, Bongi. It's Simpli- a big, big thing. Simplify it, it for me. Simplify it for me. Buy or sell? No, no, no. The property. Buy now or sell now? If I was anyone, I would buy now because we're in an interest hike mode. So what that means is that if you buy now, uh, you're guaranteed your prices, obviously because we're going in an upward trajectory, your prices or your return on investment, your ROI will increase as the rates also increase as well. So it's a very good start. By the way, uh, just for a tip for the listeners, when they buy now, some of them will say, they'll, they'll hear the bank ask them if they want to have a, uh, a linked interest or they want a fixed interest. And if you take fixed, normally it's more expensive, but it guarantees you the price. If you take linked, it will increase as the rates continue to increase in this cycle. So it's up to you. You, will, you choose what you want to do. If they give you prime, even better. If you give you prime minus two, you're sitting nicely there at about nine point, what, 8.5%, and you can easily make a very good return over the next five to ten years.